If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Ohio gozaimas. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. It is your boy, Steve Crothy, and we are going down, down, down by the river. Oh, don't you lull me into that <laughs> sense of peace. Before. I gotta be on edge to record, son. I'm trying to keep it. Bruh, this shit ain't nothing to me, man. I'm on 12 Viking and smoking on Scooby-Doo dick. <laughs> are you on those Broward County Tic Tacs? Mm, maybe. Could be. She dropped her ass on me from an egregious angle. <laughs> this shit ain't nothing to me, man. I'm Halls Burkhart. Uh, buddy. We're in. We, we've started the fucking crazy fall season. Barely got through the crazy summer of gaming in fucking 2023. And now mm-hmm. we're in the fall. The fall of our discontent. Well, I don't know about discontent. <laughs> I'm pretty content. Uh, so today we're going to do um, first reaction show to two massive RPGs that we've uh, been playing yeah. around with. Uh, we're going to rocket this episode to the top. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to we're going to jump it in line. Some other ones because yep. it's so topical. Yep. Yep. Sorry, Mass Effect 2. You're you're always topical. Yeah, always. We we fully endorse moving this so it's only a week after everybody's been all excited. You know what I mean? Exactly. This shit ain't <laughs> nothing to me, man. <laughs> Anyways, um, <clears throat> so today we're going to be talking about Starfield and Baldur's Gate 3, which both sort of uh, released within, well, on console, right? Baldur's Gate's been out for like, what, a few about weeks? About a month. About a month yeah. on PC. Yeah. Um, but it just dropped on PlayStation. Steve and I spent our Labor Day playing some co-op, and boy, do I like it. Boy, is it fun. Oh, man, it's great. Right before I got on with you, I introduced it to my wife, and mm-hmm. we uh, basically spent the last 40 minutes in the character creator whipping her up a uh, gnome ranger. Okay, all yeah. right. Dude, I, I can't wait to see where ours goes. Like our I can't wait. Through. I have so many good things to say about that game already, and we've played it maybe at, at two hours. No, I, I it, think with three. You've played three, it more, but you know. Right, but buddy. Um, so what I'll tell you is, you know, I bought it on PC. And since I bought it on PC, I have yet to get past the first act. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I keep making new characters, fucking around in the character creator, and then playing the opening moments of the game to fuck around with the different classes and stuff. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, there's so many cool um, combinations. And then Steve and I, because we're very, you know, even tempered. We think, you know, we, we. Thrifty. Yeah, thrifty. thrifty. Yeah, thrifty yeah, is no. a good thing, right? We, what we did was we said, you know what? We're going to hold off because maybe by the time we have a chance to play it all together, it'll be out on Xbox. Me, you, and Will, bare minimum, can all play together, right? <laughs> and then Steve got it on PlayStation. And mm-hmm. I don't blame him, man. Like I was I, I, dying, man. It was yeah, it was staring just, me in the face for so long. I Like, it's one of those things where it comes out 
and you hear from the PC community and the gaming community at large, like how good it is. And like, uh-huh. oh my God, what a breath of fresh air in the game community. You know, I, I'm loving it. I'm on my fourth playthrough, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and, and like as an, a fan of the OG Baldur's Gate. Right. Like, come on, man. That's like cracked to my earlobes, man. I had Bro, to go. I had man. to go check that out. It's it's very good. And I'm telling you right now, buddy, Baldur's Gate will take home Game of the Year awards. That's your you know? big prediction. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I just, I, you want to know why? Because of the amount of memes and, like, social cachet this game is carrying currently. Like, all I've been seeing for the last month is people being like, ooh, Asterion, so hot, vampire boyfriend, <laughs> ooh, woo, or, oh, uh, Shadowheart. And you know what I say, I say, woo. Um, but I so we were about the other girl what's her name lay lay doll lazelle 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 yeah. yeah that's it yeah hey. she's awesome i um so you know i've been playing it just waiting and just hoping that we can all play it together sometime soon steve informs me on saturday we're all hanging out on stream and stuff and he's like i bought uh i bought uh <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 on PlayStation. I said, Oh, can we play it together? What are you doing Monday? I have Monday off. It's a bonus day. And surely, because we're fucking spoiled with crossplay shit, I was like, Oh, for sure it's crossplay. Well, I'll play on PC. Steve will play on PlayStation. Wrong. It isn't crossplay. So as soon as I found that out, I found it out on stream. You know what I said? I'm going to do what I have to do. So yeah, I rebought fucking Baldur's Gate 3. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. <laughs> I just, I, I had to, bro. I can't, I like, you know, like, you. I've talked with Randy about playing with him, but how often is that going to be happening? Man, Randy's a busy guy. He's got things going on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, he's playing Baldur's Gate with his lady, probably, too. Yeah, he, they definitely are. What's he, what's he want to do? Start a new character with me? No. And then Nick, of course I'd love to play with our buddy Nick, but his ass is on a milk carton. I ain't seen him in months. <laughs> yep. So Just I did what I had to do. Yep. I did what I had to do, Steve, and I bought another copy on PlayStation, and we played it today, and it was well worth the expenditure, let me tell you. Goddamn delight. Yeah, I can't wait to get into talking about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, can we go ahead and start talking about that? Or... Oh, yeah, why not? Let's just yeah, jump let's in. Get, let's get into it. So, like, the the thing that really stood out to me after in this little playthrough, there's this one section where you find a rat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, okay, well, let's lead up to it, okay? <laughs> Let, let's lead up to yeah, it, but yeah. just know that when we get to this rat, rat this is what really wild. Spell, sells this game to me I was, yeah, 100%. All I want to do, I want to quit my job and just play. Yeah, man, I, I want to play it right now. Uh, yeah. You know what? Six-minute episode this week? <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I think people will understand. <laughs> now, that's an endorsement. Um, so, you know, a, a few weeks back, we did our Bioware episode. We talked a little bit about Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Hugely influential games in the computer RPG space. They had some uh, some spinoffs that were on console, the Dark Alliance games, which are fairly well regarded. They're a little more like a... Um, Diablo-y. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's been years since we've gotten a new Baldur's Gate game. And then, in the time between then and, you know, currently, this studio, Larian, starts new boot goofing around with the Divinity, Divinity Original Sin games, which are very inspired by Baldur's Gate, right? Um, oh, big time. Also, they're games. Pillars of Eternity, right? Like, same no. kind of deal? Well, Pillars of Eternity isn't Larian. It's a different. Oh, I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought that was Larian no, as well. It's, okay. um, it's what's the studio that's doing Avowed and did Outer World. What's their name again? Obsidian. Obsidian, yeah. Pillars gotcha. of Eternia is Obsidian, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Anyways, I was really excited <clears throat> um, when they announced, yeah, Pillars of Eternia is Nailed it. You nailed Obsidian. it. Obsidian. Uh, I was really excited when they announced that they were going to make Baldur's Gate 3. And it's a game that's been in early access now for a couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, I would hear t- people talk about how cool it was, but uh, it's early access. And somehow I managed to wait at least until the actual full game came out to get it, right? Um, and I got to say, as someone who has played the Divinity games, I haven't completed one, but I have played them. This is already, in my opinion, better than those. And and nothing. And that's not hating on those games. I think they're very no. good, too. But this is like a master stroke it feels like an, a bioware game and i mean that in the best way possible i totally um, agree yeah it feels like with the dialogue options mm-hmm. um you know just the amount of weird role-playing gameness you can get into in in it yeah and, and you know great. obviously that they you know they work rolling in the d20 uh or multiple d20s in certain circumstances into the game in a really cool way and like not for nothing really knock it out of the park with the opening right the opening grabs you in a way and it's such a not i don't know if it's necessarily a fresh take because it's dealing with contents uh or like it's dealing with stuff that's been in D D forever right for a long right. time not in D video games necessarily um right very cool starts off very dark um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I guess we're not gonna we're gonna try to keep it as vague as possible. I, I guess just fucking talk about the the opening. I don't think it's it's really the opening is the most. We've we've only gone a little bit farther than that anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's basically centered around the at least the opening is centered around the mind flayers. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of kidnapped and given a parasite aboard a mind flayer ship. Yeah, and the parasite the they call it a tadpole that's in your brain is slowly turning you into a mind flayer. I can say, I know we skipped most of the opening cinematics cause we've both th- seen them. I've seen them multiple times, but they're awesome, bro. They're really good. They're High really quality. Good. Yeah. Um, and then, so like you wake up on a ship, not necessarily a, a foreign con- uh, concept in D and D, but it's a mind flayer ship. It's a giant, creepy ass squid ship that can turn other people into mind flayers. And there's intellect devourers wandering around. They're real weird and creepy. Oh, they're and, creepy. They're like brains with hands and feet, basically. Yeah. 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 And so you basically are trying to get off the ship, and then you know the greater quest, at least as it as it stands when it starts you off in the game try to get this tadpole removed so you don't get turned into a mind flare. Right. Um, and you, you run into a couple other, um, potential allies mm-hmm. on the ship, you know, and there's, it, it does a good job of kind of easing you into, um, it's combat systems. The tutorials worked for me the second time when we played. So that was nice. You know, yeah. the combat's pretty, it's turn based. So you don't have to like freak out and go fast. You know what I mean? Like, you can take your time and do it at your own pace, now, which I like a lot. Um, you were telling me while we were, you know, getting together and trying to figure out how to start the multiplayer game, which honestly was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you were telling me that there have been some complaints about some of the PlayStation, the way it works on PlayStation. And so I know you mentioned that the tutorials weren't showing up for you on your sol- uh, solo playthrough. Right. Um, they were showing up for us this time, so clearly that's something they got fixed pretty quickly, I guess. Mm-hmm. And what were some of the other ones? Something with the HDR. Yeah, places? there was some complaints about the HDR, which you had to go into the PlayStation settings and just make it go up one, I guess, and it would fix it. Same thing with the sound. The sound would crap out, and mm-hmm. if you uh, to fix that, you just had to go enable <clears throat> your 3D audio and then disable it, and it would fix it. it that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Also, making your Larian account from oh, the PlayStation for, yeah. is apparently really gnarly, which you, you ran into. Yeah, so, you know, every fucking game nowadays has a, or the publisher has their own little service you got to sign into and shit. Mm-hmm. And I made one on the PC when I got the PC version, which probably saved me some headache. 
today. Oh, sure. Much um, easier on that, I'm sure. And I was like, okay, well, since I've already got the account made, I probably just need to link it. But it would not even, like, when I would try to go into the system, the menu to link my Larian account, it wouldn't even let me. Luckily, I was able to just go on the Larian website, sign into my profile, link my PlayStation. It was very easy to get around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, w- once I knew that was an issue, because, you know, I was telling you, I got it. Um, expecting to be able to play it on Friday, like Saturday at midnight, you know, Friday mm-hmm. morning or Saturday morning, midnight. And it wasn't coming out until noon that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdly, which was college football, day. which was Good right luck. at kickoff of college football. So I was not going to get to play it at all. So I, I got a chance to kind of check the subreddit and see what issues were popping up beforehand. Uh-huh. And that's how I knew to go ahead and get my Larian account popping beforehand. Yeah. So I didn't have that problem. So buyer beware on that stuff. But other than that, I haven't run into. And I got to be honest, buddy. Um, not a single like hiccup when we were playing together. Mm hmm. You yeah. know, multiplayer we went did, off without a hitch. Yeah, we did multiple combat scenarios, you know, a bunch of dialogue options. We camped like as far as I can remember, we didn't really run into anything too crazy. Um, I just love the slow pace of of it, man. Like it, it feels like something you're you're meant to kind of take your time with. Yeah. And I dig that. Yeah. Now, listen. Uh, one thing I'll say is if, if you guys, any of you guys out there listening want to play this game and you want to play it multiplayer, it is, I can already foresee this is the type of game you got to make sure to have the right group to play. Yeah. Right. If you're going to have someone that just don't wants to run through it as quickly as possible and only do, you know, the fights back to back to back, it's probably not going to be as good of an experience if it it requires some patience and some just, willingness to chill and hang out while you do yeah. things right mm-hmm. um i'll say this though when um in multiplayer if you're playing at least with two play- people you could just separate from each other and go fuck off by yourself uh, we i have think you can to... do that no matter how many people are in yeah I, I, pretty sure we i mean we didn't separate too far but at no point did we ever run into like any barriers or anything where it wouldn't let us separate yeah, further, man. right I wasn't ready for my own bottle episode just yet. You know, wanted yeah. to hang out with you and, and do yeah. the thing. Yeah, man. That's what this is all about. Um, yeah, we had we had some interesting, I don't know, they, they give you some choices on the ship. Um, but I think the more interesting stuff starts happening once, once you're off the ship. At least it cer- certainly seems that way to me. Yeah. And I, I rolled a drow rogue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you did an elf druid, a wood elf druid, druid nice. being one of the few classes I haven't tried yet, and already it's balling because <laughs> your dude looks awesome. You you level once you get your first level up, you unlock animal form, and at least to start off, you can be a badger, a spider, no thank you, a wolf, and a cat, and it rules, buddy immediately i was like well i'm turning into a cat you, you did it right away <laughs> yeah yeah you know what it makes me what, what, when we get to him we'll talk about it further it makes me wonder what would have happened if i had turned into a cat and then went in that room with that rat oh right yeah that would have been that could have been interesting um <laughs> so yeah like speaking of your druid like at, at some point we get to an area you had mm-hmm. been before and you're like hold on a second yeah there was something about that happened and yeah the squirrel comes running out and there's this whole deal with the squirrel uh biting you he bites your foot yeah and you know previously anytime i played like you know you can like check him out you can use like animal knowledge to try to suss out what the squirrel's got going on the druid however has a spell called speak to animals and sure enough, I cast that, and then I started having a full-on conversation with the squirrel, bro, where we came to an agreement where, like, hey, I won't fuck with your territory, you know, maybe you stop biting my foot. It was, I was not expecting it to be, like, a a full-blown conversation with a couple of options and stuff, and fully mm-hmm. voice acted. Like, I thought my dude would be like, hey, stop biting us, we're cool. No, man, it's a full thing. Yeah, that was really neat. And then a little bit later, 
you run into a rat mm-hmm. who kind of has a quest for you. And meanwhile, I'm off doing kind of this. I think I'm picking a lock on a chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come in handy because in a, in a second, because you're like, OK, you follow this rat who when you talk to him with your special ability tells you what he wants to go. He's like, he w- oh, I was trying to chew this thing and it chipped my tooth and my face hurts. Can you go take care of this thing for me? It's shiny. And I was like, oh, sure, man, I'll help you out. And so he's all right, cool, follow me. So I start following this rat, and he goes into a storage building that's locked. And I was like, well, fuck me, I guess. Not <laughs> fuck me, because but, Steve's yeah. a rogue. Got a rogue in the party, yeah. So I'm like, oh, hold on, show me the door. So I immediately come over there. I've already picked a couple of locks. It's easy for me. I get so many bonuses to mm-hmm. my lock pick roll. I think I get a plus five, basically, to every roll. And you just need a 10 most of the time, at least for the easy ones. So I get over there. I'm ready to pick this lock. And as soon as I start, like, it it, it fools you. It goes to the, the dice rolling thing. But when you go to roll the dice, a guard comes up. And he's like, hey, I see what you're doing there. Uh, oh, and he immediately shit. threatens me. Yeah. And then it became... Okay, we so we put our thinking caps on. We got. I was like, All yeah, right. I was able to deceive him, right? Like I had my decept. It gave yep. me a bunch of options how to deal with this guy. You could kill him. Mm-hmm. You could try to intimidate him. Yeah, because he to, was going to arrest you. Right. I chose to deceive him. We could bribe him as well. I didn't want to give up the hundred gold. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the de- the deception worked. And then we were like, okay, let's see what we can do. Right. Let's like you. What did you try? Do you transformed into a cat? <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> so one of the cat's abilities is meow and it says uh, you know it can distract targets and i was like oh well that's all i need to do is distract him so i turned into a cat and then i was just sitting there going meow meow and it didn't work we were trying all this different shit to distract him and then steve used one of our um our companion characters our companion yeah. characters lazal lazale lazelle um, lays all yeah the gif gif yonky i'm looking gif at yonky. it now yeah it's what it's a weird little race they look orky kind of but they're not really yeah i i didn't realize that they are uh, were a race of astral plane dwellers survivors of a long enslavement by mind flayers they became ruthless pillagers and raiders of many worlds in the prime material plane that's from the fucking forgotten realms wiki baby nice right there so she's like really proud like won't ever say thank you or anything like that she's She's really upset yeah so i i just decide to talk to this guard with her instead of me and she immediately starts taking this guard to task he's a tiefling and she has like kind of superiority over them i guess okay and she's telling this dude to get on his knees like bow and bow to her and he's just like yeah yeah and the whole time it like it's giving me options that are specific to my subclass right not even not even uh my my race which is drow but the specific class of drow Mm -hmm. gave me options to stare at this dude specifically menacingly and it worked and enhanced and it just keep working and this dude just basically took off and we and so we were like okay well maybe have her talk to him again and while she's talking to him you go pick the lock and he was gone he just ran off took off yeah he didn't he didn't want to deal with her anymore so i just walked up there pick the lock boom Solve the quest. I was like, that was so cool, man. Like, Dude, uh, I w- so I'll be honest with you, buddy. In the hours I've put into it, I have never thought about using the different companions to talk to different characters for different mm-hmm. outcomes, right? Um, that totally opens it up. Because, you know, in that same circumstance, you know, had I been playing a druid in a single-player playthrough, I would have had a Asterian with me. he's he's a rogue and i could have had him pick the lock and stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah so the companions are people you that i guess kind of fill roles in your party for whatever to complement basically whatever you're doing you know whatever your character is and in our case we've got a druid and, and and a rogue so we don't need another rogue really yeah so yeah i mean they're party members just like any good bioware rpg right Mm-hmm. lots of personality and we've only spent you know a small handful of hours with them already right um, like i like we, them a lot yeah like i mentioned we've been talking about we have lizelle there's a Sterion who's like a he's a, a elf rogue and i'll be honest with you 
I have seen a lot of people thirsting over that character. He is hitting it off. <laughs> he's uh, he's glow up Alpha Nod is what he reminds oh, me. Glow of. up Alpha Nod. That's yeah. fucking funny, bro. <laughs> I like that. Um, and then there's Shadow Heart, which is certainly my type of lady, attractive and seemingly completely uninterested in me. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, I want that. That's another thing that is funny about um, playing multiplayer. Okay, right. So, the game is going on. We, mm-hmm. you can have the talk going on about the story over here, and I'll be fucking off talking to somebody else completely about a side quest over here. Right. Right. But if we stick together, I can just lean in and listen to you talk mm-hmm. to whoever you're talking to. And I can see all your options as far as dialogue goes. I can even make suggestions to you. Mm-hmm. It'll show it on screen, <clears throat> but ultimately you get to pick all that stuff. But it was so funny. You were talking to this lady. <laughs> uh Oh, she was just it, just shutting you down. Like yeah. I came in at the end of the conversation, and she was just like, "Yeah, mm, I don't think I don't think so." Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. you chose to fight another day. You were yeah. just like, "Yeah, let's whatever." I'll tell you, man. That's that, that's not unlike what it would be like if you came up on me trying to hit on some lady in the real world. <laughs> art much, imitates life yeah not much role playing going on in that situation <laughs> actually no i'll be honest with you there was some role playing because the conversation happened and it wouldn't in real life be like my lady and leave <laughs> bro did you see that lady shadow heart sheesh oh man good stuff what is she even anyway she she's seems a she's a cleric okay mm-hmm. so we we kind of need to creep her around i think yeah i mean she's got some <laughs> handy healing because like in D D fashion you start out kind of weak like level one i have 10 hit points mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's not a lot i've gotten ventilated a couple of times i've died well i didn't died but i've gotten like knocked down knocked out or whatever debilitated here or whatever. There. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it takes a second i'll tell you so you know that that settlement where we went in and talked to the squirrel i've run across that several times and there's always a guy i can't save before he gets killed and we did he didn't die in our playthrough oh in that fight yeah let's talk a bit about the combat so the combat's rad i think think it's really fun i think it's going to take some getting used to for some people Mm -hmm. who are who are maybe used to a little more like hands-on action like this is very it's a lot more strategic yeah um you know there's like it's turn-based term base there's several radial menus of abilities you can look at and use um they can they dumb it down you know if you need to you can just move over to the bad guy and click it and you'll attack them you know Mm -hmm. but uh but if you give it the barest hint of attention you quickly find there's a lot to it you know there you can you can move a certain amount every turn but you can also dash to kind of get move more around yeah Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say I've seen a lot of people, not a lot. I have some seen some sort of pushback on the controller controls for this game. And I think they're fine. I don't know if it's just been, you know, the last decade plus where I didn't have like a competent gaming PC. All my gaming was on controller, including, you know, shit like Final Fantasy 14. But bro, it's just it's Bioware radial menus. There's <coughs> yeah, just a lot fine. of them. It's totally fine. Um, the only time that it, I've even run into any kind of issue, um, and there may even be a thing for this, is like when I'm trying to move on the map in like a tight area. Sometimes I have yeah. trouble getting to that. But what I need is like kind of like a free release on mm-hmm. the cursor, which I think you can do. Mm-hmm. That would help a lot. And I need to figure that out. We have, you know, takes me some time to learn all the systems in these games. But by and large, I think the combat's fun. Yeah, and, you know, you know it still retains sort of the rule set of D&D of having, you know, so many spells you can cast before you rest for the day and certain action, you know, amount of uh, turns basically during your turn or actions you can take during your turn. But it doesn't feel terribly restrictive. Like, they've got a nice balance there, mm-hmm. I think. And, you know... Having played several of the classes, a lot of the abilities are real cool and look real cool when you do them. Yeah, um, I love the caster's 
like just jacking stuff up from across the map, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like it makes me jealous. Makes that, as soon as we got into that fight, and I basically got into trouble. The one we were talking about just a few minutes ago, against the bugbear and the what were those? These goblins. Yeah. The, with the bows and arrows, I got in a fight with one of the goblins, and it basically just took me the whole fight and. I struggled with to take him down, you know. I I mean I don't know why. I was I only had like a sixty five percent chance to hit him. I felt like I was playing XCOM, but um I think it was just t- total terrain. I well, think he had slight high ground on me, and that's why. First the first turn of that combat, one of those goblins threw a flask of oil and hit me, Shadowheart, and Asterion. Because mm-hmm. it was right You guys after were slipping her. around like yeah. a Looney Tunes as cartoon. As soon as I tried to move forward, my dude would fucking uh, slapstick slip on some oil and miss the rest of his turn. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And then a little while later, we got in a fight with a bugbear assassin. It's just like kind of hiding around the corner yeah, yeah. in the settlement. And he was pretty tough. And... At one point, I thought I would get slick because we were um, <laughs> fighting him on the edge so of a cool. uh, edge of a mountain, and I was like, "Bro, I have an ability. Like, there's just a common ability everybody has called shove. I'm just gonna try to push him off this mountain." I don't think he was uh, on the edge enough. He wasn't on the edge of glory enough. We'll have to try that again. Yeah, yeah. I did kind of need that fight, even though I had a tough time. Like, he found me first, and he kind of want seemed to want to take me down. Um, but you had recently given me your pre-order sword. Yeah, because it, it was rogue sword. specific. Yeah. yeah. And so I was dual wielding those. And I got in an attack on that dude. And did a lot of damage. Yeah, I ventilated him. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, okay, man, I needed that. Because I was kind of feeling, like, weak. I knew ro- I know rogues are awesome. They, they just, you have to use them right. and Get, get used to it, right? Like, get used yeah. to how their abilities work and, and when to do them. Um, the game is beautiful. I think I, it looks great. Yeah, yeah I've seen people once again complaining about the PlayStation version. And listen, I'm playing. I played it on a very nice PC. It's no longer top of the line. But when I built my PC, it was top of the line. And then, like a month, two months later, they were like new graphics <laughs> yeah. cards, and yeah, I was man. like, cool. Well, I'm way still that, happy with mine. Um, way it goes, yeah. <laughs> but like, I've got a 3080 Ti, 32 gigs of RAM. You know, a decent PC, right? Or no, 3090 Ti. My bad. Um, and right, yeah. Uh, gotta say, looked great on my PC. Looks all right on the Steam Deck. The Steam Deck of, of the three experiences definitely the lesser graphically. At least it runs fine on Steam Deck. Although I, I have seen, like, on the Steam Deck subreddit, people talking about how later acts, specifically the third one, can start to... Um, Make it chug-a-lug a little muggle, bit. And yeah, and I'm sure that's something that'll get patched, but yeah, not like I'll ever get to the third. I mean, <laughs> you know. it's going to take our, our co-op playthrough quite some time. Yeah. To <laughs> um, and so I've played it on a very nice PC and I've played it on PlayStation. And is there a difference? Maybe. But if it is to my old ass eyes, legless, what do your old ass <laughs> eyes see? It, it's great. Yeah. I, I personally, I thought it looked better than what I was expecting uh-huh. for right. RPGs like this. And, and also thinking about Divinity right. Original Sin, like it looks way better than that. 
and uh and that didn't look horrible for like a you know a tactical tactical kind of rpg-ish game Mm -hmm. i think this looks great i think they nailed the subject fact that you can so you can pull the camera all the way back into sort of old school Baldur's gate isometric view which yeah. certainly helps in some of the combat scenarios. Almost top down yeah. in some, some spots, yeah. Or you can zoom in for like a more, you know, almost console-y third-person mm-hmm. Dragon Age view, and it looks good too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I really like it. The character models look great. The character creator Ooh, is yeah. amazing, bro. Me and my wife spent, like, we spent quite some time in that character creator before we recorded tonight. Um, and it's easy man, to do. I just hit at one point I was like, I'm going to go have a cigarette. Here is a controller. Do you you're think? on, uh, you're on, you're on, I, we're on hairstyles at this point. Uh-oh. I showed her how to zoom in and out and, uh-huh. and spin the, the model around in, in a circle. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, you got 88 hairstyles. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Came in and she might've been on like 14. Oh yeah, bro. You no. gotta, you gotta. <laughs> You Those are them. good hairstyles too. These aren't like uh, they don't feel like uh, you know tacked on or uh, you know no, like half ass. You know, so there are a couple that look a little weird, and it's probably you know they look better on other races or whatever. Oh sure, right. Yeah. But for the most part, it looks really good. Yeah, they um, have fun like lore appropriate haircuts. There's mm-hmm. like a Neverwinter scarf, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny. Yep. The Brunor braids. Those are good. Bro, I I love this fucking game. And I'm telling you, buddy, so, you know, it, it was a bit of a bummer for a while this year because Larian were very transparent, which I like to see, and were saying, hey, we want to put Baldur's Gate on Xbox as get bad as you Xbox players want it to be on Xbox. Okay? But we're running into an issue. And the issue was, you know, Microsoft has the Series X and S, and one of the things they're, they have been trying to push is feature parity between the Series X and Series S version of all games. Well, Larian was running into an issue where they couldn't get split-screen co-op working on Series S, right? Um, and so they were like, yeah, it... We're going to keep working on it. Microsoft, you know, helped them and lent them developers and stuff to help with it. Um, Somebody was like, get on the damn phone. Tell them to, well, tell them to just go buddy, ahead and get that shit out I, the damn door. <laughs> I don't think. I don't. Well, this and then the timeline is very fascinating to me. So the game comes out on PC, blows up like a motherfucker. Yeah, explodes. Yeah, yeah. it's about a month away on PlayStation and what's in between the PC list and uh the PC release and the PlayStation release Gamescom, right? And then all of a sudden during Gamescom, they're like, "We talked to Phil Spencer and you know what? He said just go ahead and you know, we're going to keep working on trying to get split screen co-op working on the Series S, but if we can't, you know, but we're we're going to get this out." And so they have a you were telling me today that they said the release window is between September and November of this year, which is that's sooner. banana. That's pretty bananas, honestly. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't expect it to be September. Uh, I hope I it's not because it let be me tell more, you, like November. <clears throat> let me tell you, Steve, why <laughs> I hope it's not September because <clears throat> I want to play this game with me, you, and Will, and if we yeah. can find a fourth, that's great, but. I really want to play this with Will because Will is the D&D guy, right? So, like, if you if you guys were sitting around having dinner and had a weird Star Wars question, you'd probably, you know, shoot me a text and be like, hey, what about this? What's the deal with lightsabers, right? If you have a D&D question, there's one man on this world you go to, and that's Will Witten, right? Bill Bitten, yep. And if that game comes out in September... And they don't have cross-play yet. I'm going to do what I have to do so we can all play together on Xbox. All this right? shit ain't nothing to me, man. Okay? <laughs> I just, I have to, Steve. It'll I be a to. lot of, it'll be a lot of fun, man. Will, you're right. Will, like, <coughs> honestly, I will just sit there and listen to him because I'd want to hear his perspective on so much of this stuff. I know. And, and honestly, that 
when we do our Baldur's Gate 3 episode, and it's going to be a while, guys. Cause yeah, it's a this big might game. be a while. Yeah, but when we do, Will Will has to be here with us, of course, because yeah. he is going to have so much knowledge to add to the discussion. He's a walking lore machine for D and D. He sure is. He yeah. sure is. Like he was watching me stream on PC and was just dropping encyclopedic yeah. knowledge. I was, I was listening in on a lot of that too, yeah. and I was I was fascinated. I was like, man, he really really knows his shit. Yeah. Um, and like, I, it's been well established. I like to fuck around in games and Baldur's Gate had already has a high quotient of fuck around. And I'm sure we haven't even unlocked all the fuck around that you can do. Right. Because we barely scratch the surface. I yeah. Think. Because we haven't even gotten into, you know, elemental shit. Like, cause you know, if, if an enemy is standing in a, in like a puddle of oil, you can ignite the oil at their feet with a flame spell or something, right? We haven't even gotten into shit like that yet. Yeah, we're level two. Eventually, we're going to have cool, strong abilities. Uh, it's <laughs> going to be brutal. I can't wait. I You're going to be wait. able to talk to like... I need a sugar daddy so I don't have to work. You're not going to be able to talk to animals. You're going to be able to look at a tiger and be like, hey. You're my friend now. Come here, man. Yeah. Let me ride. Let me ride you oh like the wind, God. and he's gonna be like, "Yeah, cool, bro, get on." I hope so. See that orc? Wait. Let's kill that orc. Hey, and listen, buddy, it might get annoying to me to you. You might be like, "I want to kill this owl bear," and I'm like, "Hold up." No, man. No, no, I'm no. I'm gonna no. talk Look, to him. Listen, you know I like to sometimes. I don't want to call him Edge Lordy, but I like to play like I, sometimes it's fun yeah. to role play as like an asshole. Somewhat. Yeah, the right? Mass Effect Renegade. Yeah, somewhat. So now I'm fine with balance, but here's one thing I will never do. Even as the worst scum of the earth uh -uh. in these games is fuck with animals. No, sir. Not never. me either. No. no. So you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Even in even in like The Witcher 3 when they're like, oh, we got to kill a griffin. I'm like, man, really? Do we have to? Can't we just like put him to sleep what instead you're gonna of see chop is his head off? We're going to start going to, to do a long rest at camp at Baldur's Gate, and there's going to be three panthers that just live in our cat, and I'm shoveling a giant litter box with a shovel. <laughs> Dude, we didn't even talk about the shovel thing, which, by the way, today was the first time I realized that. Nice. So, like, yeah. we're just walking around sort of the area right after you, you get off the Mind Flayer ship, and there's a big pile of dirt with a shovel sticking in it. And I didn't realize you could interact with it. And he was like, oh, it's packed too deep. I need a shovel. So I picked up the shovel and dug up a chest. And then when we went to camp, I was like, well, I guess don't need the shovel anymore. I'll store it. Three minutes later, we came across another pile of dirt. And it was like, too bad I don't got a shovel. Fuck! Because, like, in so many of these games, like, there, it just seems like there's junk you can pick up, right? Like right, that is not bottle. useful. Yeah. Or fucking a skull or what, what not, what have you, just junk. And that seemed like junk at the time, right? But uh, yeah. I'm not going to, that, that seemed like a real moment specific thing. I'm not going to need to dig up dirt piles no. anymore. But I'll tell you right now, <laughs> you ain't catching me without a shovel now. I'll keep that motherfucking shovel <laughs> on right. me, bro. Somebody's going to be on shovel detail. Me. <laughs> me i will say this the 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 meme of the moment so far in our Baldur's gate playthrough is the faces my character oh makes my in God. conversations bro like the, we, we were in i was in a conversation at camp and steve was like man your character looks cool and right as he said it <laughs> my dude started making these faces like he just smelled a fart and i was like why is he making so these funny. faces and that's all i could see the rest of the time when we were playing he makes um, David Boreanaz look like Sir Anthony Hopkins with oh, the yeah. facial expressions. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, like he, he looks great. But yeah, there were some times <laughs> he, he makes these weird faces and you you're great. Once you you catch on to it every time, you're just like, with the, with the facial expressions, why are you man. These faces, man. <laughs> making me look bad. I'm supposed to be a cool druid boy. <laughs> Mysterious druid forest yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, the badger I can turn into huge, huge, a yeah, big ass badger. That is, that's the biggest damn badger I've ever seen. I haven't even used animal form in combat yet. Um, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> that was another funny thing. I was talking to 
that guard. Oh, yeah. And meanwhile, I'm fucking around, and you <laughs> saw, saw you me practicing. transform in the background. That's in the awesome. Back, in the background of yeah. Uh, yeah, the chat, like, I saw you just transform into a cat. <laughs> like, it's so cool because, you know, normally in a, a dialogue scene like that, it would almost have a static background or something, but you could see uh -huh. me moving yeah, around could, and transforming yeah. into animals in the background. Sick. So fun, man. Yeah. We're going to have a lot more to say about that game. And yeah. I mean, we, we could keep talking, honestly. But yeah. uh, And we're definitely going to be streaming it some, too. Fuck yeah. I think that we should, next time, we, we got our feet under us. Mm -hmm. I think next time we, we're good to go on the streaming if yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to today, and I was like, I don't know. It is kind of a complex game. Mm -hmm. um, maybe Plus, you never know how that first multiplayer is going to work right. out, you know? Right, and it's solid, so I'm, I'm confident with streaming it now, so I think we will. Cool. Um, now, the other game we're going to talk about today, Steve hasn't started playing yet because he's thrifty. And, uh, <laughs> I'm he, thrifty. He didn't get the early access for it. Uh, I did, and it's Starfield. Man, dude, l let me tell you something. At first, I was like, am I going to play Starfield? Because once I gave in and bought Baldur's Gate 3, I was like, you know, I just got done playing Mass Effect 2 which is basically a space opera RPG. Mm -hmm. I've got Baldur's Gate 3, which is looking just so juicy. I haven't played like, it feels like a real RPG in forever, and I'm just dying to dive in. Mm -hmm. But the more I think about it, the more I think I'm just going to have to juggle them both. You got, buddy. I'm going to tell you, Starfield has its hooks in me, where Friday... Um, I'll give you just a quick rundown of what happened to me on Friday. So I'm working on Friday. It's the day after, you know, the early access went live. I started playing right when it went live and played for four or five hours before I went to bed. And then the next day at work, all I could think about was Starfield, <laughs> right? So this is what I decided to do. I decided to do a little Starfield reading and research. And I was reading about you know, all the different adventures people had already been up to and the crazy things they'd seen. And you know me, man. I like a nice article about, a, hey, you should try to find this weapon early on. It's awesome. I call it the sort of night and flame effect, right? Right. So I find out about this gun called Elegance. And it's cool. It looks kind of Star Wars-y, right? And I decide, okay, well, when I get off work and start streaming, I'm going to go pick up that gun real quick, right? So I get off work, I get into Starfield, I check how much money I have. Okay, well, I don't have the money to get it. I need about 10,000 credits, right? I'm sitting at 8,000 something. It's 18 total. There's got to be a way I can make some money pretty quick. Well, two and a half hours later, almost three hours later, I bought the gun, right? Because what happened next was I got involved in helping a street gang on Neon resolve their differences, got paid a little money. I did. I built an outpost to harvest helium for a quest, make a little money. I fought some dudes in space combat, made a little money. Now, there is a lot of discussion going on about Starfield right now, and I do get some of it. I think some of it is fucking ridiculous. Oh, dude. Um like like anytime there's a big release like this, especially if it's exclusive. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be picking at it. Uh, and to be honest, none of that matters to me. Um at the end of the day, it's a Bethesda game. I've enjoyed the now, hell out of their last couple of releases and I'm dying to see this one. Now, I'll tell you this, you know, some people talk about how many menus are there are. There's a lot. There is a lot. There's no doubt about it. Some people aren't stoked that they like that you can just fast travel from one planet that you visited to another planet you visited without going into space and stuff. And you can do that. So for instance, you know, let's say I'm on, um, you know, a planet that has a major city on it. It's kind of like a home base for me. Um, you know, I go, I sell some stuff, upgrade some shit, decide I want to go do a quest. It's on a planet I haven't been to yet. So this is how, uh, how I roll, Steve. I go to my ship. Sit down in my silly little console, lift off in the silly little space, pull up the silly little fucking space map, chart my silly little course, change the power systems to put more in uh, power in my silly little light speed engine, 
jump to the other system, fucking land on the silly little planet. Now that I've landed, I could literally fast travel back to that planet I started on without going into space. You just click on map and it fast travels you. Right. So but you don't have to do that. So basically like any other game they have. Yeah. Okay. That's you you got exactly where I was going. <laughs> it, basically th- like Skyrim. I yeah. think if people sat back, calmed their calm their their titties down just a little bit, right? And realized that the galaxy map in Starfield is like a gigantic star uh not star uh Skyrim map, right? Mm-hmm. And each system is a different section of the Skyrim map. Um, And I'll tell you, buddy, I've played a lot of Skyrim. And after a while, after you go around and get all the waypoints, I fast travel a whole fucking lot, man. Sure, sure I'll be wandering through the wilderness and trying to figure out how to uh, climb a mountain. But sometimes I just want to fast travel somewhere and get a quest done. Yeah. Now... I'm probably about 16, 17 hours into Starfield at this point. And I am still going to my ship, taking it into space, jumping into hyperspace. You know, that's how I'm choosing to travel. I haven't done the planet to planet fast travel yet. Let's see how I feel in another 20, 30 hours, right? right? That could... here's, here's a question for you. Okay, so now in a game like Fallout, for example, mm-hmm. like if fast travel aside, if you're, if you're going to go walk somewhere across the map, mm-hmm. like I understand that you're going to encounter probably a, a lot of things from point A to point B. Uh-huh. You're probably going to find things that are going to take you to point C, point E. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? I feel like that's probably less in this game to Not an extent. Not in my experience. Okay. Now, I will preface this by saying I haven't done a lot of out-in-the-middle-of-nowhere exploration in Starfield yet, right, right? Right, I've been pretty focused, as focused as you can be in this game. That being said, like, you know, I got a mission to survey a planet. And to survey a planet, you sort of have to explore it, right? Mm-hmm. And in my time on that planet, I landed, I started looking around, I came across a giant factory that was decommissioning old war mechs, right? Wasn't full of enemies. It's just dudes doing their job. I'm sure if I started a fight, I could have fought them. Um, And then I was like, okay, well, I need to explore this planet. I left that planet, and I came across some hostile-ass alien creatures that I could not handle, buddy. Yeah. Like, I had to leave. Now, this was before I got the, you know, the gun I have now and some of the other shit. The elegance? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm sure that there's, like, stuff in space that happens. You know, you're oh, yeah. jacked by, like, uh, some pirates or there's probably some mysterious stuff that you oh. see out there. Well, so, you know, part of the reason I still like doing the space travel is because you can come across little side quests in space where, Good. you know, there's a, a ship that's broken down and you can help them or, you know, fuck with them or whatever it is, right? There's mm-hmm. There's little special events that can happen in space and buddy when you're in space let's say you're fighting one-on-one against a bad guy ship there's a targeting computer that you can use that's a little bit like vats it's not um it doesn't freeze time like vats but what it allows you to do is target different systems of the ships right okay so if i'm in a fight like that what i do is immediately target their hyperspace drive so they can't jump because sometimes if you start getting a leg up on somebody in a space battle they'll just jump out of the system so i take that ability away then i knock out their engines they're dead in the water and you can literally fly your ship up to them dock with their ship fucking invade their ship kill everybody on board steal all their ship now their ship is your ship that sounds awesome to me Bro, it's so sick. I will say, combat feels pretty good in this, too. It feels pretty solid. You know, um, I love the Fallout games. You know, I don't know that Fallout I necessarily play for the combat. Uh, Well, you don't play Fallout 3 for the combat, that's for sure. Fallout, Fallout 4 definitely is improved. 
I think it, yeah. it's it's fun. It's not. It's definitely not anything in the upper echelons of yeah of gun and this, combat in any video game, pretty much. But this feels even tighter than that. You know, mm-hmm. like you can see the progression in sort of that first person shooter. You know, gameplay. Um, it's not the most dynamic combat yet. Now, there is some crazy shit and crazy mods you can do to your guns and shit that are, I'm sure, get pretty wild. Well, that's a that's another thing <clears throat> that's interesting about this game too, right? Like, so seems to be like a conventional wisdom coming out that the best way to play this game is to beat it quickly. Just to run through the main quest and start a new game plus and then play from there and try to do all the side stuff. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I don't know why because I'm trying to avoid it. But I've seen a lot of people talking about like the new game plus for Starfield is crazy. Mm-hmm. And people have compared it to like near mm-hmm. and stuff, which is fascinating to me. And I have been trying to focus on the story. Now I get distracted because just like any other Bethesda game, I go to a location and then there's four other people that are like, Hey man, will you do this for me? Or what about this? You know, and you get pulled in different directions. Mm -hmm. Now I know, you know, when you go on the planets, apparently there are some invisible barriers. I've yet to run into one. I'm sure you have to sort of seek it out. You know, yeah, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> it looks great in too. Armored Core. There's plenty of invisible barriers, and I yeah. love that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the thing about Starfield, I'll say for certain, is everybody's mileage is going to vary on this game. That's fair. Where, you know, if you're looking, if you want a space sim that has multiple systems, you know, not just walking around on planets, but mining and outpost building and um you know ship design i've just started to scratch the surface of modifying my ship with different parts and shit right um and already there are people making like you'll see videos like this guy made the millennium falcon in starfield or this guy made the normandy or the serenity or whatever um, modders modders work so fast these days buddy man. those aren't even modders this is a <laughs> oh, dude this is just making, in-game stuff making like, yeah, shit. Nice. yeah and awesome i was reading the comments on one of his videos and it was for the normandy from mass effect mm-hmm. and somebody in the comments was like i didn't even think about it but there's going to be mass effect mods for this game 100 percent. we saw mass effect uh armored core mm-hmm <laughs> armor Dude, skin there's gonna be mass effect mods there's gonna be star wars mods like the thing think about skyrim when it initially came out versus what it is today especially if you play on pc my good friend king tom has put thousands of hours into skyrim and does all kinds of cool crazy mods and when i say mods like brand new campaigns new areas mm-hmm. and shit People are going to do that with Starfield. So, like, the potential of what this game could be and the the community that could rise up around this game over the next few years is exciting to think about, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, those those Bethesda games, they, they realized uh, at some point how important that was mm-hmm. to the longevity of their games. And, I mean, well, Skyrim proofs is the, in the pudding. Yeah. yeah. Now, will will Starfield, you know, incur the same passion? Those and, vaunted heights. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, if I knew how to mod, you bet your ass I would be working on it right now, though. Don't worry. Plenty of people out yeah. there do. And Yeah, smarter minds, my man. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about it. Like, it's just ridiculous what you see people doing and how quickly they work. I have been a vocal critic of the the bethesda engine right Mm -hmm. just because it felt so long in the tooth and you know this game doesn't reach the heights of like facial animation and shit as say like you know spider-man or uh even the horizon 
you know, Zero Dawn and Forbidden West or The Last of Us, Last too. of Us or yeah. Sinuous Sacrifice or any of, you know, those are different games. Those aren't giant it's different games. Yeah, the world RPGs. From what little I saw of this, uh, you know, and I, I and I wanted to watch a little bit of it, but mm. I kind of wanted to stay away from, you know, as majority of it if I could. Um the graphics look good, but they're not like Oh my God! Let's write. Now I have I, seen some areas, right? I don't. It's, I don't think about that with those games, though. I never mm -hmm. have. Like the, their games have never, to me, been like graphical powerhouses. Well, I mean, it's hard to say, right? Because playing Oblivion so early in that console generation's life cycle—that was pretty impressive. Like when you step out into the open world for the first time. Sure. Same thing with Skyrim. <clears throat> um, Fallout three and four, but this looks a step. It looks like a next gen Bethesda game, one hundred percent. And awesome. already, I'm seeing people make different, you know, real world people in the character creator. Like there was someone that made a spitting image of Todd Howard. Oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah, I was like, was oh terrific. my god, that's terrific. So you like the character creator in this one as well? I do. It's a Bethesda character creator. If you've okay. made a character in a Bethesda character creator, you know what you're in for. It looks better. You know, <clears throat> I'm sure there's some more options than there were before. Um, I, I, you know, if you have an Xbox and you have Game Pass, I think you should give Starfield a try. It may or may not be for you. I also don't think Baldur's Gate 3 is for everybody. Mm -mm. I think it's, you know, hitting a wider audience than i would have thought it would we're rpg heads yeah i mean if you if you like rpgs if both of these like the thing is is it's real easy to sit back and fucking armchair quarterback any game right but when you really sit down and look at the enormity of both of these games like we're there dude <laughs> like it's, inc it's insane to me how good we're eating right now yeah and and considering you know we're we're about to be three years into the life cycle of these this console generation and we're finally getting this kind of content like you know when you when you early adopt a new system rpgs n don't normally hit a, a lot fast mm -hmm. and hard at the beginning they come, you know, a couple of years into the life cycle and we're starting to see that kind of shit and it's going to pick up. Like, this is one of the best years for RPGs across the board that I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. Diablo yeah, 4, fucking Final Fantasy 16, Starfield, Sea of Stars, which I'm fucking around with. It's my official fuck around with on the Steam Deck. <laughs> there's and there's Persona Baldur's stuff coming out Persona later this year. Three, no, beginning of next year. Beginning of oh, okay. next year, bro. Even, Persona, well, the the remaster isn't there remasters coming this year, or, or is that next year too? Like the three? No, the three remake is early next year. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So okay. yeah, early next year we get Persona Three, Final <sighs> Fantasy Seven Rebirth. And there's another one. There's another. It's a JRPG. Oh, it's the um, the Grand Blue Fantasy Relink mm. uh, RPG, which people are. Re I'm starting to see sort of a growing hype for that game too. And then they announced this week they had like a, a Final Fantasy 16 celebration in Japan where they did a cool ass um, drone light show and shit, mm -hmm. or a 14 and. Old oh. Yoshi P announced that they're doing two, two paid DLCs for Final Fantasy 16, bro. And it's coming to PC. And it's coming to PC. Yep. So, Not Xbox. Oh, it, uh, it, buddy. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding, but it, it, it will be on it Xbox. Will, it will definitely be there. Sometime yeah. after the PC version. Um, 14 is the one they, I think they're like, Sony's like, come on, don't, don't give them that one. <laughs> but they already are. I know it's too late. Yeah, it's, it's coming next year. Oh, I can't wait. That's another thing, Steve. I gotta, I gotta build up some best friend credit with you and Will and Baldur's Gate because next spring, when Final Fantasy fourteen hits the Xbox, best credit. You don't have to, man. I love Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, I'm ready I'm to go. I'm... Look, it's just we need to clone ourselves so they so... can go to work. 
they can go to work mm-hmm. and you and I will just play these RPGs all day. What if the clone of me, like I, I went to some secret lab, right? And got myself cloned and he came out all able-bodied and shit. I'd be like, hey man. <laughs> and next thing I know, he's dating Haley Williams or some shit. I'm hanging out with Hawes too, more yeah. than Hawes one. He's he's talking about Roll Tide and shit. <laughs> he's real good at drums or something. <laughs> Y'all are in a band. I'm like, hey, you want to play Baldur's Gate 3? And and you send me a, a selfie with Halls 2 fucking <laughs> playing 2112 on drums. <laughs> Fucked up. I'd be like, damn, well, that really backfired. <laughs> He's always bullying me to go to work. <laughs> and I'm like, how did this work out? You were supposed to go to work. But yeah. but but one thing remains the same. He's a cami main, and he's he's better. <laughs> he's than better me. than you. He beats Jeff all the time. <laughs> all the time, he wins Evo. <laughs> he starts dating sh- strong waifu. Ooh, uh, <laughs> her Instagram's been good lately. Sure has. She loves raccoons. I said she Damn. sure does. I said we got that in common. <laughs> <laughs> Man, dude, what a crazy time I know, to be man. a gamer, right? Like, I mean, this is really insane. We had Armored Core, mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate for console, and Starfield, Starfield dropped basically within like a week and a half. Yep, and uh, Mortal Ooh. Kombat is right around the corner. Get your butthole out of my face, Walter. Oh, yeah, God. I, just when I thought my pocketbook was safe. Yep, Mortal Kombat's coming, and then... October is Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man, Al, Al, well, Alan Wake got delayed a little bit. I think it's still in October, but it might be early November now. Yeah, I think they I think they even said, hey, we want to get out of the way of Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that's smart. I get it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. Listen, personally, I highly endorse both Starfield and Baldur's Gate. Whichever. Yeah. Like, if you're like, oh, I don't know which one I want to get. If you have to choose between the two. Whichever setting does it more for you. Both of them are going to have a bit of a learning curve and going to require some dedication. I think Baldur's Gate is easier to get into Starfield than Starfield by a a little bit, for sure. Just personally, having played both of them. I think that, yeah, that's ticking a little more some some familiar boxes, especially in like the dialoguing and things of that nature. Yeah. So take it from us. Try both those games. They're awesome. We'll get Steve's impressions of Starfield sometime soon because he's going to be able to play that shit starting tomorrow. Yep. Here in a few hours, actually, but I'm I'm going to bed early tonight because Cindy is leaving in the morning to go to... Let me see. Oh, that's right. She's going to New Jersey for a shoot just, ah. for, just for a couple days. Well, then I uh, hope she knows you're going to be... Ground control to majesty. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking about like it's gonna be that, or I'm gonna be going down, down, down by, by the, the river. river. Dude, oh. that song is such a it slaps, man. It's, yeah. it's gonna be in my head all night. Great soundtrack on Baldur's Gate. So, uh, anyways, guys, we'll be back next week, and you will hear the Mass Effect Two episode that we're moving out of the way. Um, one week in favor for this in the meantime go to myweirdfoot.com for all your high potion needs leave us a review you know you know all that stuff we'll see you next week I'm gonna go play one of these games roll tide and go Packers here we go oh shit football season (laughs) we were ranked number one (laughs) bye guys bye bye